Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Out of Band Show for the week of August 10th, 2020. I'm your host, Eric, and today we'll be talking about insert topics here because I did not fill out the script in time. But before we get to all that, boys, I have a question for you that has been posed to mankind for millennia. Would you rather have limited fruit or unlimited fruit? Araf, what are your thoughts? Well, you see, I like to think of myself as a man of fruit. And fruit and me go so well together that, like, everything that's not a kiwi, I would consume. Which is exactly why I would want limited fruit. It would be, it would be too powerful for your mortal body to handle. Exactly. You know, good I thought. was once described as a fruit, uh, which I accept. And I think it would be good if there were more in the world. So, so that doesn't answer the question... Unlimited. Because, like, you could have limited fruit and there would be more fruit in the world. Unlimited. So how much fruit unlimited. do you want? Unlimited fruit. Okay, Bailey, what about you? You know what they say, Eric? Uh, when life gives you lemons, you flood the market and you cause a global economic recession. Why? And that's why I would like to have unlimited fruit wait, so I can wait. have all the lemons. Why would it cause a recession if everyone has fruit? Meaning Don't ask any questions, food. Eric. We we all know in the last like three episodes that the government is corrupt. Is this another antitrust thing? Like this the is actually industry? another antitrust. If you question if you had disguise. unlimited fruit, would you could you be sued under the Sherman Antitrust Act? Might be against the Geneva Convention. It's hard to might say. Be, might be. And with that, let's move on to the news with Ryan. <laughs> The news is simple, the people are not. On Tuesday, March 4th, 2020, a company similar to Tesla launched their SN5 <laughs> prototype of the Starship rocket, which flew around 150 meters into the air before successfully... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back hold on, on the launch there now. Are you talking about the SpaceX related SpaceX to on Tesla this podcast again? Is We've already covered this topic their like five different plan. times. We don't need to talk about SpaceX They want to go to Mars? They're doing it great and a little behind schedule, so why don't we talk about it, Araf? Well, we've already touched this topic. We before, have not touched we? the specific topic of interplanetary travel, which I think is important to discuss because A, it's looking very likely in the next few years that we will be either traveling to the moon or to Mars, and I want each of your takes on it. However, I am being suppressed by this podcast because they don't want me to talk about SpaceX! All right. I think we need some stronger antitrust laws on the <laughs> show. Are you suggesting um, that the podcast is corrupt? So Cadillac. So Cadillac. Um, um uh not not SpaceX, but kind of related to Tesla. Cadillac uh, made a car. They made a car because it's Cadillac. Woo! Round of applause for for Woo! our boy Cadillac. Um uh now specifically this car is their first electric car, which is supposed to compete against Tesla um, with their model lineup. But, but uh, I was watching the video earlier today for this car and I didn't really act, I didn't get any information from it. Um, it was mainly just a bunch of British people standing in front of jet turbines talking about humanity and life. Humanity. And, and how nice it is to be alive. Um, they showed the car here and there, but, like, the car was made out of clay. 
I don't know so why. It's like oh, a it's a prototype car. car. A prototype car. It's a prototype car. Yeah. Speaking of prototypes, I don't know if you guys heard of SpaceX's SN5. Rocket, all right, all right. It's actually <laughs> can we took I, off can and we landed. just cut this out? Yeah. Can we cut Ryan's whole audio out of this segment? <laughs> I will give SpaceX no. this over Cadillac. They did manage to get a Tesla into space. Yeah, they flew space, a car into yeah. space. All right. Where's 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 your Cadillac in space? Yeah. Meanwhile, around. your Cadillac's made out of clay. All right. Come on. Here's get the on thing about Cadillac. Pro gamer level. They're they're a professional car company, right? You could say they are professional at their jobs. How has it taken them this long to make an electric car? Well, well, let me tell you something. I can make one out of Lego with like why, a little motor. Why hasn't Tesla created a, a gas-powered car yet? Oh, come on. What? That's your, exactly. argument? That's your argument? It's it's taken Tesla. It's, it, they're still, they still haven't done it. They've never been able to create a <laughs> gas-powered car. Okay, well, have you the thing is, Cadillac is all about luxury cars. They don't need to concern themselves with electric stuff because that's not what their market wants to buy. But they, they don't care what how what the emissions uh, the emissions are going to be. They're just gonna. But see, the best part is the fact cars. that they won't have a choice soon um, because we're going to run out of oil in the next thirty to forty years, which is pretty sweet. So, um, you know where we probably could find some oil. On a different planet. Like Mars. Which like is Mars why with SpaceX? the Starship rocket can actually haul one of the largest cargoes of any rocket ever designed, built for a hundred passengers. What an incredible achievement. I think How many definitely... months does it take to get there again? A couple. Like three. Yeah. I don't say it's a while. Don't you have to like go into like hibernation when you're going there? No, what? Hiber- Are there any like charging stations on the way? What? No, I'm I'm dead serious. When I in a when I movie, visited, maybe they maybe do you've that? been watching. No, 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 no. I'm I'm serious. When I went when I went to NASA at the Kennedy Space Center, they were telling me about how like the plan is since unless they can get like a larger uh, like uh you know like capsule like Ryan's saying that can hold this. I many suppose because they'll need food. Right. So if you put them into hibernation, they don't need as many resources, and then they also don't get like claustrophobic living in like a giant or like a tiny capsule. Okay, but people for, like a month at a time. But what? people go to the ISS for like a year. What is hibernation, Bailey? Have you ever hibernated before? Please explain. Okay. Well, it's more of just like an induced coma kind of a thing. Oh, so we drug them. Okay. So yeah. what I'm getting is, yeah, you drug them, you put, you make them unconscious, you connect a bunch of tubes to them to just deliver the nutrients to their body um yeah. and then you just hope that everything works at the end of it have you seen that movie with channing tatum and uh jennifer lawrence is it channing tatum it might not be channing is it tatum. gravity chris pratt um where they are in this spaceship that's like going across the galaxy and they wake up too early and Lawrence fishburne is the captain and he's, oh, yeah, he's yeah. gonna die and it's a cute little love story that's my story and that's the news. Is it cute? I feel like it ends badly. Um, they <laughs> right. they get to live that's a nice cute. life together. Sure. Yeah. They they do their thing. Take that so, Cadillac. When's Cadillac? Take that Cadillac. When is Cadillac making rockets? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, according to their website, it looks like never. Okay, but Tesla hasn't even made a clay car yet, though. So like, get on True. Cadillac's. Level. Yeah, exactly. Where Cadillac is Tesla's like a clay, clay car? Rocket. Oh my god. It's probably First so much cheaper rocket. to make a clay car. God, Tesla, why are why, you so... Why doesn't Cadillac and SpaceX just work together? They could accomplish so they much more. They could accomplish so, so much, much more. more. A luxury rocket. 
that tomorrow. Okay, did you did you see the Crew Dragon there. though? Like that's already luxury. Yeah, the Crew Dragon looked pretty pretty sweet going up to the ISS. I heard those astronauts actually nice. returned a couple days ago. They did, they did. I thought it was really cute because when they touched down onto the water and they well splashed down, I suppose is the better word. Splooded, yeah. Um, the the person at Mission Control said in the headset, "Thank you for flying SpaceX." Like it was. Like, like just a little jaunt. Okay. Like, oh yeah, look, look, let's go, let's let's ride SpaceX today. Thank That's the move. Okay, SpaceX. but but then then there's Elon Musk. Like after they get back to the the space center, and he's like, you know, I'm not religious, but I prayed for this one. <laughs> and I'm like, how much trust did you have in your own rocket, there, dude? Okay. What would have happened if something catastrophically bad would have occurred? Would have been a little. Cadillac bit a... would be the new space company. <laughs> Cadillac would be the new space company. <laughs> And on that, NASA, look out. Let's go ahead and move on to our next section, Hot Takes with Eric. Welcome to Hot Takes. I am your Hot Takes specialist, Eric. And today we're going to be talking about Google Play Music. Now, Ryan, I believe you have a little bit of experience with Google Play Music. Oh, I do. A lot of experience. It's all irrelevant. And here's why. Uh, it's going to be shutting down in September. Isn't that fun? Isn't that great? So, no. uh, according to Engadget, as well as many other sites, this was reported a couple days ago, uh, Google is replacing Google Play Music with YouTube Music, an objectively inferior music service in pretty much every way that I can find. Um, users will have until December to transfer their streaming libraries to YouTube Music, or they can export them to other services as well. It's just a little bit tougher to do that because Google. Um, Google is also getting rid of the ability to purchase individual songs in the Play Store. So now you have to either use iTunes or Amazon to be able to do that. Have stuff. you heard of Apple Music, Eric? We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> but either way, Google Play Music is about to go bye-bye, which I'm not too sad about. I'm a big Spotify man myself. I recommend everyone All switches right. to What's Spotify. What's the hot take? But here's the hot take. None of this matters. None of it. Nothing at all, because both services, YouTube Music and Google Play Music, were absolutely trash anyway, and Spotify is about to rule over all of God's creation. As I just alluded to, Spotify is the superior music service in every way, works on all your devices, has the best integrations with other things, uh, Apple Music be damned, that can just go away. And after all, why would I just, why would I pay for YouTube Music when I can just search for music on YouTube for free? Like, it's the same thing. And y- y- you want to know what a real revolution in music is? Well, it's not YouTube music. But let me, tell- let me introduce you to a little thing called an instrument. Any instrument. Piano, guitar, trumpet, clarinet, whatever you want. Why pay Eric is for music? just naming items in my bedroom. Why okay. <laughs> pay for music when you could just make your own for free? And while we're at it, what's the point of sound anyway? I can just imagine sound inside my own head, and it's just like hearing it in real life. We must rise up against the bourgeoisie and bring peace and freedom to our land. Who's ready to seize the means of production? Who's ready to join me on this eternal quest toward Valhalla? God bless the revolution. And yeah, YouTube music just really isn't that good. Ryan, your thoughts? So, on in most responses uh, in public speaking, they say not to attack the credibility of the person that you are fighting against. However, 
Eric Mako, a man with an incredibly harsh singing voice and terrible music, is criticizing Google Play Music for its high standards, ease of accessibility, and value. You think that they would put your trash music on their streaming service? No, that's Spotify level right there. Google Play Music only allowed in the best artists and the best songs at the best price. Alright? And you know why we use Google Play Music, Eric? It's because of YouTube Premium, all right? For $10 a month, it might have gone up since. I, I don't really know. I pay their initial base rate. For $10 a month, no ads on YouTube, all right? So I'm actually supporting the creators because, Eric, I know you use an ad blocker on your computer. So when you watch my YouTube videos, I'm not actually getting paid anything for that. And you know what I like? Money. I am an American who likes money. Now attack that, Eric. And so with that $10 a month bundle, you get no ads on YouTube while getting to support your favorite content creators and you get access to Google Play Music, which is a great streaming service, which has all the music you could ever want on it, downloaded on your phone with offline music and everything great. And it's transitioning over to YouTube Music, but... I'm going to miss it. It's going to be a big change in my life. So did you want limited or unlimited fruit? <laughs> Ryan, wow. I thought I thought you said my voice was beautiful. That was before you came for my child. Well, anyways, <laughs> um so if you really think about it, both companies, Spotify and YouTube and Google, even though they're practically the same thing, are all irrelevant because none of them have created a rocket that has is gonna go to Mars, <laughs> right? And the only company out of the the handful of them that made an electric car, I'm pretty sure, is Google. I'm pretty sure they do have. They're an working on car. it. Yeah. But now like... introducing SpaceX music. <laughs> <laughs> All your space jams. It's just Rocket Man on YouTube Rocket streaming Man. for like thirty. It's just Bailey's or whatever music. it was. Yeah, very spacey. I mean, Ryan does have a point with the accessibility. I can I can access a lot of music, even with Apple Music. I'm quick plug for Apple Music there for all my Apple friends out there. But uh, Eric, your music isn't accessible because you haven't released it yet. Yeah, we're not talking about my prospective music career, which has done, okay, which has okay. produced nothing and done nothing. We're talking hey, about, but uh, that could be what YouTube Music is for, Eric. Why would this I could be put your new start? My music on such a terrible, terrible terrible service as youtube music i i only upload my music directly to the pirate bay so only the people with taste can download it yeah yeah uh bit questionable but but if you really think about it right i'm kind of with eric on this one how spotify should reign supreme because sure I guess Google's accessible, but so is Spotify. If you really think about it, Spotify, you can access literally anywhere, anytime, any place, even on your gosh darn TV. Your smart TV yep. probably has Spotify on it. I but pay like, I pay $5 a month for Spotify, Hulu, and Showtime as a student. Now, granted, yeah. I don't use uh, Showtime. Yeah, Showtime, my favorite app. <laughs> barely use Spotify, barely use Hulu, but still a deal. Sorry, continue. But you look at, like, Google Music and Apple Music... And I guess YouTube music. All right, YouTube music, you got me there. I also use an ad blocker. But, like, come on. Come on. If you could do it for free, do it for free. Now, 
Araf, they usually say in political speaking not to start by attacking the credibility of the person you're debating against. However, you know what? Your taste is completely irrelevant. Why don't you go pass a driver's exam, you like 16-year-old kid? What does your taste in music matter at all, all right? Us you adults dirty potato. want to support our content creators. Things aren't free, Araf. You can't just get through life by not practicing for your driver's exam and then just expect to pass the test, okay? I pay $10 a month because I'm an American, okay? Now beat that. Um, I think you're stupid and you smell funny. And uh, I think my time <laughs> at the podcast has uh, run out. So with that... <laughs> Wait, I, I think that's enough. I think that's enough hot takes for today. Yeah, I think yeah. that's enough hot takes for now. Um, I I will use this break to calm down, and we will move on to tech fails with Bailey. Uh, no, Thank I think you. it is that great. Like, you can. There's a lot you can do with Spotify. Okay, okay. I appreciate it even after the podcast section we're still debating the topic <laughs> <laughs> now we're having a civil discussion this is Ryan. coming to us from a technology review article we have the one the only apple credit card my favorite shiny heavy big dirty credit card potato but why would a wealthy tech entrepreneur get a credit limit 10 times as high as his wife's on the new apple card even though their assets are held in common when one complained a rep told him it's just the algorithm a sexist algorithm. Steve Wozniak, Apple's co-founder, said it happened to his wife too. But what's the program and what does it do? Apple and Goldman Sachs, the banks, uh, the bank backing the card, didn't say. And that's the problem. Computerized bias exists and it's hard to hold anyone or anything accountable. Facebook this year reached a settlement to stop letting advertisers intentionally discriminate in housing and job ads, yet research shows that an unseen algorithms are still skewing the results. Uh, same goes for ads for taxi drivers on Facebook uh, that were automatically shown more often to minorities and supermarket jobs to women. So guys, as we know, AI is becoming smarter and smarter at figuring out who to advertise to and creating things like credit limits seemingly out of thin air. But what do these algorithm failings mean for how ethical AI is? Ryan, I'm sure you've got some hot takes. Don't insult me, please. Thank you. <laughs> Well, you're the only person I haven't insulted so uh, so far on the podcast. All right, I'll, I'll take it. No, no, actually, no. I think there is like a legitimate concern, or maybe an overblown concern here, because I think we kind of prompted the same response on an episode this week over um, like Tesla and kind of the AI that has to decide between like, do I kill this person or do I kill that one? And there's like a lot of instances where like AI and machine learning algorithms like make weird decisions. I do think that like the like, you know, targeting of minorities by these algorithms is something that should be looked into. And I, I hope that there is anyone out there who is, like, purposefully designing these things to target, um, you know, specific groups of people. And honestly, I don't think that there is. I don't know what exactly or how exactly those AIs are designed. I'd be interested in seeing, like, the research behind, like, the results that they're finding. I remember the Apple credit card thing was, like, a big deal at the time. Mm -hmm. And I really, I honestly don't know what the AI is behind that. But I think that someone should definitely take a look into that. You almost wonder, as someone that doesn't have a ton of experience with AI, like you like you had said, Ryan, I love to be able to take a look and see why these decisions are being made. Yeah. Because it, it could be as simple as the people that programmed them had some implicit bias or internal bias and True. just yeah. kind of went with that. Like they, they prioritized this one little factor over another and that causes the entire thing to spit out. 
And then the yeah. question becomes, okay, once you find that information, how do you solve it? How do you, how yeah. do you fix this? Cause a lot of these, especially um, if it's based on neural networks, those have to be retrained to figure mm -hmm. this out. You can't just change a line of the code and say, go to town. It's a gradual process. Um, so that could, that'll definitely be a big thing, not only with the Apple card, but with other um, AIs moving forward. Now that um, society has become more aware of this, that's going to be a huge thing is trying to figure out how to rectify those issues. Araf? We were talking about the Apple credit card, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, that's a thing. But also, uh, this whole discussion kind of reminds me of the use of AI in surveillance. Because a while ago, or I read an article, like, last year, where they were essentially talking about how AI in surveillance is racist. Because it's able to pick up on... Uh, lighter skin or not lighter it's the other way around darker skin folks more easily than lighter skin folks i think or it's the other way around it's been a while is that but is that based on the work of like someone made it that way or is that just the limitations of the technology that they're using i believe the article was talking about how it is the uh due to the limits of digital technology right now mm -hmm. um which the headline of that article was kind of strange like if you really think about it how AI is racist um, because it's just technology hasn't advanced that far yet for things like that to be more efficient. And yeah, I, what I was going to say is I think some of it partially is due to some of the, the issues that we already have in the world kind of a thing where, you know, maybe, I mean, specifically with this credit card here, talk about the, you know, the gender pay gap. Part of that might be because that's just how the world is right now. Mm -hmm. It's not where we want it to be necessarily, where we want these equal credit limits based on what you actually earn. But, you know, when the earnings are lower to begin with, that, you know, that poses an issue as to what your credit limit can be. Yeah. So I can see some of the, like, current biases in the actual world training the AI to act this way. Yeah, that goes for the Facebook ads, too. You know, maybe that's just kind of how it is, and it's not the way that we want it to be. But that's just how the AI is being trained because that's how things are. And, you know, maybe that is something we want to take a look at. Mm -hmm. J just a thought. Just my two cents. Yeah. It's definitely fixing this is going to be more of a systemic change than anything targeted. Um, like you had mentioned it. And like I said before, especially if these are neural network AIs, that's going to take time to try and figure out. Yeah. I, I think I remember uh, on Roth's note, like the, with the surveillance thing that, um, surveillance systems or like facial tracking software was more easily able to detect African-Americans simply due to their like skin color having higher contrast against backgrounds. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where like, yeah, it is like technically like racist or discriminatory in that way, but not necessarily due to someone making it that way, more mm -hmm. just due to a limitation in the way that pixels are on a screen or like mm -hmm. the way that I, like a camera picks it up. Yeah. And maybe, maybe the issue lies in the fact that, or not the fact that, I don't know, I'm not too certain about this article in particular, but say nobody went and fixed it, yeah. that's where the issue lies. Yeah. You know, you, you can make that issue once, but the fact that, you know, if, if nobody's working on it, that's where your issue lies, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I think if someone is working on that, yeah, that's, we definitely need to have that.
I like that we went from like an all out argumentative like brawl session in the last segment to a nice civil conversation. Oh sure, Bailey. Nice yeah. work, everyone. You know, you know, they say that the last thing you should do in a conversation is never to attack the person making the other argument. So Bailey, uh-huh. why don't you be quiet? Cause you have an Apple Card, all right. I do have an Apple Card. You should explain yourself, huh? What's your credit um, limit? I is he at the don't know if that's is, information is I want to disclose on the that? podcast. Yeah, wait, hold <laughs> on. You probably, probably okay, but Ryan, to. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, picture this though, Ryan. Picture this. You roll up to the Qdoba. 10% off if you mention Audubon show at the... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> Qdoba, God, please sponsor You pull up to the Qdoba, the, the person takes your order, and you just drop this metal card on the table, and you're like, just take my money. Like, oh, the, the power you feel in that moment. I want everyone you know, to experience this- that. This isn't related to the topic at hand, but uh, Chipotle, if you ever want to sponsor us, uh, don't. Just just don't. That's right. Qdoba <laughs> reigns supreme just on this don't even us. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan, continue. You know, if you want to raid story time a little bit, uh, on your Qdoba at Bailey, I remember the first time, or the first, when you after you got that card, we went to McDonald's. We had, like, entered our things into, like, the little, like, touchscreen or whatever, and it was time to check out, and I was, like, pulling out my wallet, and you're like, no, no. And like you pull out your wallet and you like open it up and you slide out and you're like, Apple the card. titanium card. Oh. And I'm just like, I, oh, I like have the biggest eye roll. <laughs> I have noticed that was the biggest flex I've ever done. <laughs> I have noticed that I haven't seen as many Apple Card ads recently. I do wonder, is the card? Do people still sign up for it? Is it still popular? Like I think it's still available. Is the tech fail here? The card itself. <laughs> Next week on Tech Fail, <laughs> Apple Card. <laughs> the actual card because when you think about it it is pretty revolutionary for apple to do their own credit card but at the same time it's no different than any other credit card yeah it still has a bank like <laughs> like it's the exact same as if i would go to capital one and get a credit card like down to having rewards built in but eric three percent off apple purchases can't go wrong yes because i eric christopher mako buy so <laughs> many apple products all right, and uh, now on to story time with a rough. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Oh, and he's gone. He's no, going to do what's sorry. in my closet with Ryan. I'm currently, like, flagging my door open and close to try and get some of the air out because it's really hot in here. That's sorry, it's just, there, baby. it's just part of me being here. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Today, I'll be telling the story of a very traumatic experience in my life. One day, I was minding my own business, recording a podcast, and out of nowhere, Ryan called me a Kerbal. Wait. Is that it? That's the whole story? I, that's the whole story. Is that it? Um, well, I mean, it's true, though, right? Well, okay. A Kerbal is a small, green, like, oh, rodent Ralph, we give you story time, and this is what you give us? Well, I couldn't think of anything this else. This wasn't even written by Araf. <laughs> oh my god. You could have told us about that time that you failed your test at the DMV. Ryan, I think that there's something happen. else in the script for us to uh, <laughs> move on to. <laughs> well, moving on to Ryan's stuff in the closet, because I'm currently trapped in my closet for a few weeks. I, I say trapped because before, literally six hours ago, we did not have broadband internet here. And now we have broadband internet here after seven Woo! years of trying. So Yay. I'm not trapped. I'm comfortably in a very warm closet right now, which is also a it great better not be through life. AT&T. Um, so basically, I was showing uh, these boys here my yearbooks from years past. 
uh, mainly to find them uh, good quotes from my crushes. In case any of you are listening, just hit me up. Uh, and I noticed some things that fell out of my yearbook, notably <laughs> some random cards that look like they haven't been opened in absolute decades. So we're, we're bringing gonna, back mailbag, everyone. We're bringing uh. back mailbag. Luna is present in spirit. And we're going to open up these cards and see what they say. I so, think this is our first, like, actual mailbag. I'm yeah. a little nervous that you're going to find something in there that gets us incriminated. Yeah, um, none of this is NSFW, is it? Uh, I have we're no idea. Uh, so this one says Ryan, and I think that's more feminine handwriting, maybe? Mm, that mm. looks like my kind of handwriting. Yeah, okay, and Bailey's handwriting, which is kind of feminine. But, um, <laughs> wow. All right. So I mean, his, is, you've seen his left-hand handwriting, right? It's a card that says OMG, you did it. It's All a right, little, little squirrel. Why'd you get like $100 in it? It says, Ryan, congratulations. You are officially a smarty pants. Good luck to you. Here are some emergency rations and a couple of items to help get you in the right spirit. Uh, and it's actually from nice. some of my coworkers at my previous job. So Aww. thank you very much for that. I totally forgot I had that, but you know, I'll put that back in my yearbook. Uh, next up, we have another one in what I say will is definitely feminine handwriting. Um, is cursive is like cursive is feminine to you? Uh, that's all that I don't is. Know. Just uh, looks Welcome familiar. to our newest segment, Stereotypes with Ryan. <laughs> well, we're getting canceled, yeah. boys. Remember how I said I didn't want to be incriminated? Uh, <laughs> we're getting close. This one oh, says, wow. Dear Ryan, I am so glad that I got to meet and work with you this year. Every time you raised your hand, I know the discussion was going to become more rich and meaningful. Thank you for all of your hard work and the very best to you in your future. Please keep in touch. And it's from my English teacher in high school. Thank you very much. You you gave me the highest score in an essay. So I have actually one more letter, but I'm not going to open it tonight. And it's from my uh, advisor in high school, uh, who wrote me a letter at the end of the year, and I just never read it. Ryan, I, I thought that was uh, maybe from one of your stock market people, that last letter, uh, because oh. when it said rich, I thought it was just like another oil baron that you knew. <laughs> Yeah, well, we don't. You know, a lot of the oil barons. And I Can we definitively prove so. that Ryan is not himself an no. oil baron? He gives me that kind of vibe. I mean, Eric, all that you need to know is when the oil prices dropped like three months ago, Ryan's like, hey, Bailey, do you want any? Do you want to buy any barrels of oil? And I'm like, how much? And he said, I will pay you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, when futures go negative, you know, you got to do something yeah. with the oil. <laughs> Can't just pour it on the ground. It's not these days. What if we could, though? And so that's story time with a Roth. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on to the outro with Bailey. <laughs> Well, folks, that's our show for today. If you liked what you heard, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or two. Or three. We hope to see you again next time. <laughs> but until then, don't cancel your Outlook events. Stay safe. Or just Outlook if you're Eric. Okay. <laughs> Can we do that again? I blame the, I blame Eric for all what the issues on this What do you mean? Wow. <laughs> well, folks, that's our show for today. If you liked what you heard, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or two. Or three. We hope to see you again next time. <laughs> Stay safe.
I want to go home. <laughs> okay. I okay. want to go Ryan, home. Ryan, you are not saying mute anything. Mute Ryan. Just mute Ryan. You are not saying Ryan. anything, Ryan. There, Bailey, just, just say the script. Ryan, Ryan stay safe. That's it. All right. All right. All right. Well, folks, that's our show for today. If you liked what you heard, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or two. Or three. We hope to see you again next time. But until then, don't cancel your Outlook events. Stay safe. Stay safe.